Welcome to the School of Sellers podcast, a teacher business show that is short on time, but big on action. Full-time, part-time, or just getting started? No matter where you are in your teacher-seller journey, there's something here for everyone. Making your online teacher business feel doable every step of the way. Here's your host, Erin Waters. Hello there, my seller friends. Welcome to another episode of the School of Sellers podcast. I am Erin Waters and I'm your host. And today we are talking about another topic that I just love. So in one of our recent episodes, I talked about templates. And today we are going to dive into the wonderful topic of standard operating procedures, also known as SOPs. I'm obviously on a total systems kick lately because I'm revamping and getting ready to launch the finishing framework soon, along with some new extras. So naturally, all of like the systems components and all of the buzzwords in the systems world have been on my mind. So in addition to templates, SOPs are also your best friend when it comes to productivity, efficiency, and overall a quieter happier brain, at least in my experience. And I feel like in the systems world, templates and SOPs are kind of like cousins. They're very closely related, cut from the same cloth, but they're also bringing unique benefits to the table. So today I am really looking forward to sharing with you the basics of SOPs and what it means when you have them in your business and how to get them in your business. So to begin, I love to do a quick crash course on whenever we introduce a new topic. So let's start off like elementary school style with the five W's, who, what, where, when, why, and we'll also touch on the how aspect. So to begin, who are SOPs for? SOPs are for everyone. You can use them whether you are in the business space or not, but they are especially for people who want to take the guesswork out of all of the things that you juggle on a daily basis. And of course, for the sake of this podcast, we're talking about SOPs from the TPT lens. And SOPs are especially for you if your brain constantly feels scrambled, like maybe you know everything you should be doing, you know what to do, you know how to do it, but you just can't seem to keep track of it all and keep up with it. So that covers who. Next is what. What is an SOP. Again, SOP stands for standard operating procedures and SOPs are simply predetermined instructions or processes that we as TPT sellers can use to be more efficient and also be very uniform in the way that we complete business tasks. So examples of SOPs might include specific steps for posting a product. Maybe it's a set of steps that you follow for writing a blog post or something small even, like how you handle when someone wants to pay with a purchase order. Next, we're looking at where we are using SOPs, where we are creating them, storing them, and all of that fun stuff. In my experience, standard operating procedures are best kept using tools like Google Docs, Trello, even your notes app in your phone. You can use a program like Monday, Asana. You can use an old school paper, pencil, notebook. Um, I prefer to print out a lot of my checklists. So it really comes down to your own personal preferences. Next, let's talk about when we might use SOPs in our business. There are definitely different times that SOPs are more helpful than other times to have. 
But in general, I find myself using SOPs in my business for recurring tasks. So things like that you do on a regular basis, whether it's weekly, daily, monthly, and these are processes that you don't really want to have to think about, but you know you have to do them. So for example, every like 90 days, we clean off our email lists and we delete cold subscribers and unengaged subscribers. So you might have a little checklist that outlines the bases that you need to cover for that. So from start to finish, here's what you need to do when you sit down to scrub your list. Other times we might use SOPs are for tasks that feel very tedious, like those really intricate ones that really take a lot of your brain power. So for me, these are things like sitting down to analyze my data. I get regular data reports from your data playbook and I love it, but I am still just not naturally a data person. So I keep a lot of lists and processes that I can refer back to. So I know exactly what I do when I get my seasonal strategy plan, for example, or other tools that they might be sending us. Other processes you might want to consider setting up an SOP for is something like a Facebook ad. That's another thing that feels tedious to me. And even though I do it somewhat frequently, it seems like I just have to kind of like reteach myself every single time. So having that preset list of steps to follow is a huge gift to myself. And then I think the final thing that should be mentioned when we're talking about when we might be using SOPs in our business is things that you'll hire out, whether you're hiring it out already or you plan to hire it out in the future and you want to be able to provide a set of steps for someone else to follow. So I think a common example for this would be something like product creation. From start to finish, what does it look like when you are creating a product? Are you a TPT seller who knows exactly what you need to do, but you're just not sure how to get started and get yourself into action mode? That's exactly why I started Ignite, which is a monthly TPT work club for TPT sellers just like you who need that extra boost of accountability in their life in order to finally have the business of your dreams. Or who knows, maybe you are working to make the business of your dreams even better. Either way, I would love to have you join our Ignite community so that you can experience the magic of a group of people who just get it. And not only do they get it, but they are there to support you and encourage you and cheer for you every step of the way. Join today at schoolofsellers.com slash ignite. And last we get to the why, right? Why are SOPs important? Why should we be using them? And honestly, I could dedicate probably five episodes to this topic because SOPs have a lot of benefits for us as teacher sellers. Like I've already mentioned, not only do they help streamline processes for us, but they also just give us very clear guidance on how to complete a task correctly. No more going back to see how we did it last time or double checking something because we already have outlined all of the steps for ourselves or for our employees or VAs. Secondly, brains aren't meant to keep all of this information. I think a lot of times because we are responsible for so much in our business, we feel this huge burden to do everything and remember everything. And the truth is we are not 
human filing cabinets. We just simply are not. That's not what brains were made for. And so by implementing SOPs in our business, it means that all of that information, all of those steps, all of those processes are going to be remembered for you so that you can free up your brain cells for other more exciting things and more along the lines of what our brains were built for. And for me, that's a lot of creative energy and ideas and brainstorming and like the visionary side of our business. So for those of you with VAs or a team, contractors, employees, whatever their title, not only will this free up your brain power and all of those good things we already talked about, but we also ensure that every single person who we are paying to work for us is following the same set of steps. So the consistency here is key. And also it can make you be more consistent. Maybe you tend to do things a little bit differently every single time. This again, will make sure that your business is cohesive. Everything is happening the same across the board and you don't have to worry about straying from your plan and your vision. I wanted to emphasize though, that solo TPT sellers, you benefit just as much that extreme efficiency that's going to happen. once you have SOPs in place in your business, there's just something magical about having all of your ducks in a row for various business tasks. I find that by having these things set up for yourself, you're much more likely to sit down and actually do it. And you don't have to fatigue your brain as much. And in finishing framework, I talk about how different stages of your business can mean different things for your SOPs. So you might find yourself using SOPs and benefiting from SOPs differently, depending on what stage of the business you are at. So even if you are just posting your first product, SOPs are complete powerhouses from the very beginning. So don't think for a second that your level of experience will determine if you need SOPs. Everyone can benefit from them. But as our businesses grow, SOPs definitely serve us more. They support us even better, and they also benefit us in different ways. Now let's get to the bonus letter H here. We did the W's, but next, I know all of you are probably wondering, okay, that's great, but how do I get SOPs in my business? How do I set them up? How do I create them? How do I refer back to them? And all of those good things. That is the million dollar question. But first, I wanted to do something I've never done before on this podcast, and that is a listener shout out. I am so grateful for everyone who takes the time to listen to these episodes, whether you're on the way to teach in the morning or you are running errands with your kids and you have me in your little AirPod, or maybe you are multitasking and working while you are listening. However you listen, wherever you listen, whenever you listen, I am so grateful for you. So I wanted to share this review from a loyal listener and member of the School of Sellers community, and that is Dawn Rainbow Star. And yes, that is her name and it's awesome. And I am super jealous. Dawn's review is titled, Like a Good Friend. She says, when I listen to Aaron, I feel like I'm listening to a friend who has all the goods on how to help me be successful. Aaron has a lot of helpful knowledge seems like a down-to-earth gal pal, is vulnerable to admit her downfalls, and I love her organization hacks. Thanks, Erin. Thank you, Dawn. I had to highlight your review because I love that you mentioned organization hacks since I am currently all about those, and I feel like you are a good friend. Dawn is a really helpful contributor in our Facebook group, so if you aren't already a member of the School of Sellers Facebook group, please go ahead and join. And if you love listening to the show like Dawn, please take a moment today to leave a review 
on my podcast page. It means a lot to me. Thank you so much. Okay, now back to our SOPs. This is obviously more than just a 20-minute podcast episode, especially the how part, right? Because we're talking about how to set them up, how to organize them, how to use them, all of that. But let's try to fit in as much as we can. In part two of this episode, which will air the following week, I am going to do an SOP deep dive into a specific SOP that I'm currently using and loving in my business. So if you are an example person, I've got you covered coming up. But let's talk about how you get SOPs up and running in your TPT business. First, let's look at the big picture, quick overview here. I think the most important thing is to start out by figuring out when it comes to your day-to-day business tasks and processes, figure out what you like and what works. That is the most important thing you can do first when we are talking about SOPs. So we take our standard operating procedures from what is already successful in our business. So pay attention to what really is working for you, what feels easy, what feels doable. And then your next step is to document that process. And finally, once you have it documented and you have given that gift to your future self, you need to remember then to refer back to it. So when it comes time to do that business task again, you're going to refer back to your documentation and that is what's going to save you time. One of my biggest rules for SOPs, especially at the beginning, is not to get too fancy too fast. There are a ton of shiny objects in the form of apps and programs and software that you can use for SOPs and workflows and processes. But I honestly recommend starting with a Google Doc or if you are a tactile person, a notebook for as long as you can. And if you are a tactile person, I'm kind of a mixture of both. Then you could even go so far as to make a binder where you print out your SOP checklist or another option here would be to clip it into your planner. That's what I actually do. I have the School of Sellers planner from our Jumpstart Your Year workshop, which is actually available now in our TBT store. And I will link that in the show notes, but I use the Happy Planner disk system so I can clip stuff in and out of my planner, which is why I love disk planners. And I have an entire section in my planner that's dedicated to SOPs. So I have things like a page with a checklist that I run through on the first day of every month. I have a page with a checklist for the different items that I have to do and record for payday when I am tracking my VA expenses and things like that. So don't get too fancy too fast. Stick with the bare bones, document what you're doing, what's already working, and then refer back to it. And I think when we are setting up our SOPs, you can do things, start setting up SOPs for things you do constantly. But above that, I would actually start with the things that are causing you the most strife. So maybe you hate setting up Facebook ads, then go ahead and make a list of steps that you need to follow when you set up Facebook ads. Give future you a hand and take some time to write it out. Maybe you want to screen record it. That's what works best usually for me. With Facebook ads, I actually have screen recorded stuff in the past. And I've also, I have a Google Doc with steps that I've typed out and also screenshots to remember what different settings should be. Whatever way you process your info best, that's what you should be doing. Then save it and refer back to it next time you need to set up an ad. And I think it's really important to note that I think maybe the biggest step of this entire process is remembering to refer back to this next time. So make sure you're keeping your list or your binder, whatever, handy, visible, easily accessible for you 
whenever you need it. I could truly talk about this for hours, which is probably why I created my course in the first place. And if you want to learn more about the finishing framework, then you can visit schoolofsellers.com slash framework. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure to catch our SOP deep dive next week. It's going to be a good one.